Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, KC. How are you? What's going on, guys? Doing well. You got a week off, so that's nice. I don't know if you're going to Indy for the All-Star festivities. My guess would be no. You need a, a little bit of a break. You've been traveling. You've been doing a great job. I love your post-game interviews and your concentration and your professionalism let's let's start there because we do know how challenging that can be and you kind of have had your share of challenges interviewing Kobe White the other day or this uh, Io the other day when Kobe White made it difficult and it seems like players now it's a thing they're trying to rattle you or have some fun with you how difficult is that it's not difficult at all because uh it's uh back and forth and uh for those that don't know uh because I saw some people clapping at me to let them celebrate. It's a bit between me and Kobe. He's doing it on purpose, and he enjoys when I give the it back to him. So um, it's it is what it is. Uh, those aren't you know uh, Pulitzer Prize winning journalism uh, moments anyway. So it's just uh, just some fun, and that was that was that was a big win in Atlanta. So uh, they should be celebrating like that. Um, and uh, it's it's been uh, it's been it's been an enjoyable experience overall. I will say that. Well, as a longtime TV guy, you're just used to it. Right? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, That's hey, what I am. <laughs> Casey, let's let's stick let's stick with Kobe for a second. I mean, obviously, everyone can speak to you know his resurgence. We were talking about it earlier. You know, career highs in so many different categories. But talk about Kobe White, the person. I think the one thing that I love, and I've been you know kind of alluding to this all show with other guys on other teams, is that. You know, that sense of ownership that we want as a fan base from these players. And it seems like Kobe has accepted that, you know, tenfold with this team. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of always been his defining trait. Uh, I spotted it early on, and Billy spotted it as soon as he got here. So even though his role fluctuated, you always knew he was going to look inward to do whatever he needed to do to try to figure it out. Now, I think anybody around the team, including Billy, including myself, including, you know, many others, couldn't wouldn't have predicted this jump from Kobe um but all the credit goes to him because he has the right intentions um you know he um like I said puts the work in he cares he doesn't like the attention being on himself he likes to be on his teammates um and you know you just have to uh applaud a guy like that who has turned himself into you know, a legitimate two-way player. I mean, he's still got some improvement to do on the defensive end, but he's not getting targeted on that end like he used to be earlier in his career. And then offensively, he's, you know, his game's not predicated on shooting anymore. He's become a, 
a multi-level scorer, and even when on games where he's not shooting the ball well, he's still making an impact on winning plays, and that, again, is all credit to him. And I always point to this, like, you know, this front office draws a lot of heat, and in some cases rightfully so, but when you've got a guy like him, you've got a guy like Aodosumu, you've got a guy like Alex Caruso on the contracts they're on, that's, that's good cap management, and that allows you to you know, wherever this next roster iteration goes this offseason, that allows some flexibility there because you've got three pretty critical rotation pieces on, on pretty good value deals. So we were both there as Jimmy Butler was drafted, forgotten, buried on the bench, and then willed himself into being the kind of player that he is now. Now he had to be traded several times and, and learn from those lessons, but I think by the time – you know, the Bulls traded him to Minnesota on draft night uh, in that deal. He had become an all-star level player. He had made himself into one. Is is that a fair comp to Kobe, what Kobe, what's going on with Kobe White, a guy that was maybe not buried on the bench, but seventh overall pick, high expectations, hasn't really come into his own until this year. And now you wonder, because of what Jimmy accomplished after really ma- improving while he was – playing kind of going in that direction if Kobe is capable of getting as high as that level I wonder what the ceiling is and is that a fair comparison um you know well first of all I hope the Bulls don't trade him if you're a Bulls yeah they've lived that movie before um so um you know slightly different player obviously Bill, uh, Jimmy was much more physical um but in terms of the work ethic and kind of looking inward and, and making it on your own, they're similar in that regard. Um, I'd like to see Kobe do it for longer and more consistently and also still get to a higher level defensively. I mean, Jimmy, even at the start, was pretty elite defensively. I mean, obviously he had that signature breakout moment when he was barely playing and Tom uh, put him out in uh, New York at the Madison Square Garden against Carmelo Anthony and he had that really strong rotational turn and that was kind of his you know welcome to the NBA moment so from the start Jimmy was at a higher level defensively but I, you know, I don't know what Kobe White's ceiling is just like I don't know what Io DeSumo's ceiling is because every time you count that guy out he kind of surprises you <laughs> and goes to another level so I, I don't think I don't think either of them have multi-time all-star written all over them but Prove me wrong. Um, we'll see. I mean, Kobe, I think, has m- maybe a little bit more possibility there than, than Io. But, look, they're both really good players. And to me, they're the best two storylines of this of this pretty underwhelming bowl season. The cool thing about Io, Casey, is just like you mentioned, right, elevating his game. I mean, getting to the, the way he gets to the cup is similar to like a – I'm not trying to say it's these guys, but similar to like a Giannis or LeBron where you're just going downhill. You don't care. You're going to go up to the rim. It doesn't matter if it's two, three guys there. And the most impressive thing about Io at near the rim is his ability to finish. There's been a couple of games where it's been one-on-two, one-on-three fast breaks where he just knows my speed, my athleticism is going to allow me to get to the cup. But it's his ability to finish that has really been impressive over these last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, the, the finishing absolutely stands out. That, to me, though, has been pretty consistent. Um, from year one, uh, what I've seen is just a drastic improvement in his outside shooting. Um, he obviously had a down year from beyond the arc last year. And, you know, for him to get in the gym and, and put that time in, and he, he was really detail-specific about his improvement at, uh, 
in that department with us post game Atlanta when he made five threes uh, to set his career high. You know, talking about getting shot ready and how Billy Donovan pointed out after a film session after the Knicks loss in New York, how hey, you should be a forty percent three point shooter, but you're not always shot ready. You know, and and just the way he's square, hands up, ready to shoot in those corners. And the fact that he's shooting 41.1% from three on career high volume, again, that, that's a testament to him and, and the work ethic and the work, at, work he's put in with, with Peter Patton and, and you know, Billy point, pointing that out in the, in the film session. And then defensively, you know, you're going to always get the kind of the same effort from him just with his length and his physicality. I mean, that, that job he and Javon Carter did on Trey Young in Atlanta, that, that you know, Atlanta's not a great team, obviously, but they have a lot of firepower and, and at home and coming off that tough loss to Orlando, that, that win really sticks out for me. Um, that, that was a pretty impressive win. Obviously, if you're a Bulls fan, you would have liked to see them close it out in Cleveland to go 3-1 and one on that trip. Um, but, um, you know, Io and Kobe both played very well uh, pretty much throughout that, that whole trip. So, Casey, you have a story on NBCSportsChicago.com about the news that LeBron James – was in support of the idea of trading for Zach Levine, and that would have been that would have been something that LeBron welcomed. And Zach is the third option, and with the Lakers, is intriguing to consider as well. So this idea that there might not have been a market, maybe there just wasn't a deal to be made, but maybe there was a market in LA. What did you make of the report, and what do you think of the story? Well, I mean, from this jump, when when uh, when Zach's situation unfolded in early November, that was always the team targeted because of the connection with clutch sports and, um, um, you know, a lot of clients of clutch sports ending up in LA and then Zach, you know, playing at UCLA and, um, having a home there. I mean, that, that was always the team targeted. There just was never a match. I mean, unless that, that conversation would never even got started unless Austin Reeves was put in the conversation. And, they, you know, Austin Reeves was never put in the conversation. So the Bulls had no interest in training for D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura um, and whatever would have needed else to be a sweetener in that deal um, at the time. I mean, and then what happened was D'Angelo Russell started playing at a level where the Lakers were like, you know, we don't really need to improve off this. So it, it's, 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 a, it's certainly a nugget because it's LeBron James and he's open to so when you put LeBron James, but to me, the most telling aspect of that story, and we should credit the reporters, Sam Amick from The Athletic, longtime NBA guy, great reporter. Um, the, to me, the most telling nugget of the story is, okay, so he said Le- LeBron was open to adding Levine uh, before the trade deadline, but then he said the Lakers are going to be targeting, targeting three players this summer. None of them named Zach Levine. <laughs> it was DeJounte Murray, Donovan Mitchell, and Trey Young. So, um the Lakers are always on the hunt for star power, but the fact that Zach Levine didn't make the offseason list to me is the more telling anecdote from the story. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I think we all were anticipating and wanting something because just to see something different. I personally wanted D'Angelo Russell, or D'Angelo Russell, someone that can run the point. What? Why, and why and take the ball out of Kobe White's <laughs> hands every time down yeah. the floor? No way, yeah. Gabe. Okay. No we, we, we can way. argue. Again, we can argue about this as much as you'd like, David. Uh, sorry, off the air. sorry off the air. Casey. I got to ask Casey another question. Um, Casey, when you look at the Bulls and where they're at, right? I mean, it has been frustrating to watch just because, you know, they're not necessarily at the top of the Eastern Conference, not necessarily at the bottom. and But but I, I, I myself often struggle to try to quantify, like, how far the Bulls are, like, that deviation. What does it look like from where they are to where they need to be? Like, is it just the star player? Is it just the shooters? A true, a true power forward? All of the above. Like, can you do a better job of quantifying how far away or what that looks like? Well, to me, the, the biggest issue is just you've seen what the ceiling of this core is. So until we find out what happens with DeMar and have some clarity on that, you know, all signs point to him resigning, though. So if he re, he's resigning, what, what's, 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 where's your improvement? Because we've seen this core. It, we, we've seen it, – it's, it's been long enough. The, the, the body of work is the body of work. The net rating is the net rating. And, look, all three of those guys individually are good players. But – the collectively, it just hasn't worked. And we've seen it now for how long, right? So, you know, maybe Lonzo surprises us all and, and, and comes back at a high level next season. I mean, there's just too many unknowns. But without that scenario developing, if DeMar is resigned, if you're not able to move off Zach, you're still, you still have that same core. So you can talk about all the time of Kobe developing and Io developing. And those are great stories. But if you're high, three highest paid players, don't impact winning on a collective uh, level, that's an issue. So that, to me, is where it starts and ends. And obviously, we don't know for sure all three of those guys are going to be back. Um, but um, until we see otherwise, that that's what I'm working under. And it's just been puzzling because, like I said, last, especially if you look at last season, all three of those guys had extremely good seasons, and they had the 23rd-ranked offense. So it's just – there's something – Missing, obviously, Lonzo Ball is a big part of that, but, you know, that ship has sailed a long time ago. Um, so, uh, you know, again, maybe he'll surprise us and come back. Everybody's rooting for him. Um, but uh, we'll have to see what changes they have in mind this offseason. You know, if you look at it just from a financial standpoint, if DeMar is resigned and Patrick is resigned, that projects to be a tax situation unless Lonzo is deemed a career-ending injury and or you're able to trade Zach. So, um, you know, obviously these are scenarios the front office has to plan for, and I do think it'll be an interesting offseason. But until one of those three guys is elsewhere, 
that's that's why I think you're kind of far away because that core has shown you that it, it it doesn't have a high enough ceiling to be competing for a championship. So for the rest of this season, they keep searching for shooting and back to the buyout market it is. You report last night that the Bulls talked to Gallinari's reps in the buyout market and he chose the Bucks. And so the second time the Bulls wanted to have a shooter, <laughs> Gallinari specifically picked another team. And so I wonder where they go now, KC, and how aggressive they will be with whatever's left in the buyout market. Yeah, I heard one name that kind of intrigued me from the start uh, was Evan Fortier because um, I think he's been kind of buried. He, I don't think he was buried on yeah. the bench in, in New York, and he actually played at a really high level um, in the World Cup last summer, um, and he's very close to Vooch um, and a very good shooter. Uh, another guard, so that wouldn't be the best scenario. That's where Gallinari was nice because he added both size and shooting. They're very thin up front. Um I think Gallinari's best days obviously are behind him, so I don't know how much he has left in the tank. Um, and then it's back to Fournier real quick, and I know I'm all over the place, but um, I've heard now that he, he may stay in Detroit, so we're going to have to see how that plays out. They'll, they'll, I would think at some point they'll add some form of shooting. Again, Gallinari was a nice fit. He's got connections to AK from Denver. He played for Billy Donovan in Oklahoma City. Um, you know, they've, they've targeted him twice. He signed with Boston in 2022. Uh, before tearing his ACL, um, I I'd be surprised if they don't add some body that can shoot. And you know, just when I say some body, it's because they're re- they've been really understaffed. I mean, Zach's out for the season. Patrick's been laid up, and you know, probably is going to be sitting out a little bit after the All Star break. Um, and you know, the minutes are piling up for Kobe and for Demar and for even for Alex. So. Um, I, I think at some point you're going to see somebody signed. Who that is, I, I don't know yet. Yeah, Evan Fournier, I think I thought it was interesting. I loved when he said, like, hey, man, I could average 30 points. Just put me, just give me some minutes. I'm being held back. Sound like Stacey King's talking, Stacey King talking about Phil Jackson there. Uh, but, 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 but uh, Casey, I mean, this Bulls team, I mean, what should we really be looking for towards the end of the season, right? As this thing winds down, I mean, I know we're talking about adding people, but, you know, as a casual fan that's watching these games, I mean, I know it's the, it's the Kobe White, right? But, like, outside of that, like, what, what should we be looking for? Is it a team that that is banking on continuity? Like, should we be looking for more of that, for more gelling? Like, what, what should we be watching for? Well, if you can, uh, if you can shake off your playing fever symptoms, <laughs> because we're all going to have playing fever down the stretch. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I think this team will win 43 wins. They're obviously going to fall short of that. I think everybody kind of knew this team was going to be kind of in the middle. So, you know, the play-in adds some intrigue, but you know, I, I don't see Brooklyn or Toronto. Those teams to me look pretty cooked. So I don't see them falling out of the play-in race. They're ninth now. So yeah, I don't see him getting to six. So uh, quite frankly, you know, Kobe, Iowa, and I, I, I'll give you, I'll give you one thing, something new. I, I, I wrote this today. I think, I think sometimes DeMar DeRozan is so great. He's taken for granted and I, you can parse mid range and isolation and can't win a championship with him all day long. Screw all that, man. That dude is fun as hell to watch play basketball. He is so good. He's so smart. Um, he's so uh, g- uh, respectful of a teammate. He's totally into Kobe's rise. He was happy Kobe got the last call the other night. 
So there you go. Watch DeMar DeRozan down the stretch and appreciate that guy's brilliance because he's really, really good at basketball. There, right, there's something for you. Casey, only 30 seconds left, but this ticked me off. I, I think you're probably used to it. The last two-minute report reported that Caruso foul and Donovan Mitchell wasn't really a foul. That free throw mattered. That free throw made a big difference in that game down the stretch. It should not have been called, and that's what Caruso was arguing and every Bulls fan was seeing. Is that just kind of like something you shrug and you move on by now, or what happens there? Here's what I'll say, because he said we only have a little bit of time. Orlando had five calls go against it on their last two-minute report. <laughs> okay. They won the Man. game. End of story, okay? Uh, okay? Get over it, people. The Bulls are not always screwed. Orlando had five calls go against them and won the game in overtime. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you put me in my place. I deserve that. So did everyone else complaining about that, Casey. Have a great weekend. All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Take it easy. Casey Johnson from NBCSportsChicago.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.